0: You're listening to the Huck and Ride Podcast, the show that celebrates the two-wheel lifestyle from pros to beginners and everything in between. Proudly brought to you by Kenda, the tire that's designed for your journey, the Huck and Ride Podcast is homegrown on two wheels. And now, here's your hosts, Jason Simpson and Lala Naharis. All right, welcome
1: to the newest episode of Huck and Ride. And today um, we expect a lot of inside jokes that we'll have to explain, sarcasm. A lot. <laughs> and um, who knows, lots of stories because there's a lot of years here. So today we have my brother, Joe Simpson. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The best part is anywhere you go, it's like, oh, the Simpson brothers. So that's how I was always, like, got referred to you guys as. Oh, you ride with the Simpson brothers. So So I thought it was the moto stuff to begin with. So just so you guys know, until I put two and two together, that like, oh, you're not wearing a Simpson shirt because of moto stuff. It was actually your last name. Oh, (laughs) oh,
1: like the Simpson gear. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Sorry. I didn't know Uh, that. There you go.
1: So let's start the sarcasm off today with... um, how long do you think Lala will last before she has a cough attack?
2: I know, right? Oh yeah, Joe, be nice.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I would have expected it <laughs> by now. By now, <laughs> or
3: or soon. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, you got your water, so you <laughs> should be. Yeah, better. there you go. Okay. So
2: this is this is going to be difficult. So you guys all know those who are watching and or listening, or both. I they're both introverts, so Jay's gotten really good at communicating and talk well, i want to say communicate talking on these joe we're gonna bring some stuff out joe was concerned
1: <laughs> yeah. joe had legitimate concerns about talking here i didn't here.
3: think uh it would be for the masses today it's oh. it's um our Time.
1: Time. shows our show's been all about the masses up till <laughs> now so, <laughs> so yeah
3: you're, you're gonna need to uh Tr- try hard to get into
2: Low, whatever
1: we're into. Either
2: lower our standards, or you need to rise up to the occasion. I'll Which
3: do one my are we best. Doing?
4: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I'll I'll start with um. I'll go back, way way back. So, we're always talking about two wheels, right? Well,
2: wait a minute. Let me start off something before the okay. tools. Okay. How many years difference are between you guys?
1: How many do you think? Let's see. What
2: I know. Oh. Okay. Oh, you do. I, but our listeners don't. So. I, I mean I'm, I'm five years right. older Okay, so five years older, remember, and he's so much more mature So yeah. remember that through this whole Lots time Lots of
1: experience <laughs> Yeah, five, five more years of experience so No, that guys. just
2: means he got potty trained three years before you That's all it means
1: No, it was five years before him
2: Oh, you came out potty trained
3: Well, I was five years ahead of him in being potty trained For sure,
1: but maybe no, more Because
2: he wasn't diapers. potty
3: trained for a while
2: Oh, okay. And I kind of, <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: regress once in a while still. Yeah. So, great. <laughs> we'll get to some of those stories later. <laughs> but um, so, <laughs> we'll start on. I'm just on thinking one working. My go on. my memories of of two wheels with Joe. So, first one is um, I couldn't ride a bicycle yet. Camping out at the desert, um, we used to go up to Oak Hills, right at the top of Cajon Pass. There okay. was, you could open camp there in the desert, and that's where we would always go. That's where I learned how to ride a motorcycle, but this was before that. But I remember camping there, and then Joe's going to race moto. Oh, wow. And
3: How old were you guys?
1: How old were you? Because I was really little. I'd, I was three or four.
3: Um, I was eight.
1: So Joe, Joe's eight. I'm three. But I remember... Going out to 395. Yes,
3: 395 cycle park. And it was packed. It was happening.
1: I mean, it was packed. And the big talk of the day was the mini rider who was faster than a lot of the top guys, who was Jeff Ward. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, he was on the new XR75, I think, at the time. Yeah. So, so, Joe goes out there and... How many times did you race? Um, so I raced twice.
3: Entered, uh, you know, first race. So you go into your um, beginner uh, minis, and I, I had a nice, decent, fast Kawasaki. It was a uh, actually ninety CCs instead of the XR seventy five or the the little. It wasn't even a YZ yet. I think they were still mini enduros and um but they had graduated from a 60 to a 65 cc. And those were little two-strokes and they were fast. And uh so so was my bike. But um I raced uh two times and uh, had good races and and won my races and they wouldn't let me race a third time in the same class. So, um, so I was going to graduate and start to with, um, the, the masses. And they had the the pro mini riders and the novice class all in one. And we, we actually were on the, the track at the same time in the beginner class, but we didn't start, we started back. So, um, There was a a bad crash in practice on that third race, and they were helicoptering a kid out. And that was it for my mom. Mom pulled the plug. Yeah, that was it. So she she was a bundle of nerves. So um, that was it.
2: that was your race career.
3: That was, ra- well, n- no, it wasn't. That was the, the mini race career. As, as a, a kid, kid, yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, as long as you can make your own decisions, that was your pull of the plug. You were n- you, you couldn't find it or r- get out there yourself, so mom was like, hey, "Yeah, you're done. Yeah, he's completely
1: <laughs> at the mercy, and so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but two wheels goes back before that, too.
3: Right.
2: So but wait a minute. You said you were going to learn to ride a bike.
1: Well, I, I learned how to ride a motorcycle out there at Oak Hills. So I got a new XR75, and I was scared to death of it. I learned to ride it, but I I didn't like it. I was scared of it. I wanted to go back to my little uh, big wheel. Your safeness. Thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so so when Jason was very young, um, I was riding a bike at a your average age. I was five or so when I was learning to ride a bike, and you know doing that. And I'm th- I'm wondering if you were by the time you you were 3 or 4 it was around that time when I was 8 or 9 and uh he was just having you know the normal tr- he, he was scared and so I would hold the seat and I ended up just pushing him all the time cuz it <laughs> the, the faster i pushed him the longer he stayed up and i just shoved him into you he went a long ways and did the you know the lean forever, <laughs> until he just hit the curb, but it kind of broke him in, and he, he started riding bikes. That that was it. That's all he needed was a little shove.
4: A so, little, I think. So,
3: so you're yeah, from so store. it was on. <laughs> yeah, so
1: I remember. I remember distinctly what I consider when I learned how to ride a bike. So our street had a, you know, at the time when I'm four or five, this hill seems huge. Right. and I d- I've driven by there as an adult and I'm going, That was the big hill, like it's a little it's a little dirt hill. But it, it ran perpendicular to the street. So dirt hill up here, here's a street. And I just remember getting shoved off of that down the hill, across the street, hit the curb on the other side, go flying into the neighbor's front yard. And that was kind of the first time I remember getting back up and wanting to, to do it again. Just so your adrenalin- not just adrenaline. Not just cry and be done, because normally that's what would happen is, you know, little brother gets hurt getting pushed off of something by big brother and he cries and gets hurt and, and did goes Joe home get did Joe m-
2: get in trouble for hurting you?
1: I think all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember that particular time. But um, But
2: in general, you always if if he was crying, what did you do?
3: Yeah. You know, <laughs> My my he, so, yeah.
4: He,
3: I think Jason, um if you not necessarily crying, but he was a screamer. So it wasn't really <laughs> any different from one day or one hour to the next. It was all kind of
4: um, uh. Right. Yeah, he's
2: But that's what happens. I mean there's there's five of us, so I mean I get it, you yeah. know. It's, it's, you run down the name of, at least you you guys only had each other to blame. Like there was a list in my family you, Yeah. and, and, and my dad always said there was the not me ghost, you know, remember family circus in the, in the newspaper, there's a round one. It's like all the brothers and sisters right there. And he's like, who did this? And of course the little boy's like, not me. And he's like, Oh, so the not me do- ghost did it. You know? So my dad always said, we're the not me ghost. Go. we all got punished. Yeah. But some of the st- stuff you didn't snitch on because. It was better that we all got punished, because if not, the first time you're alone with your brothers and sisters, oh, no.
1: Yeah. You pay for, <laughs> yeah. you
2: pay for, it's true, snitches get stitches. okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, so.
1: <laughs> so, so that's early memories of, of two wheels. Um, we continued to camp and still ride motorcycles quite a bit, um, and bicycles, but we never really raced. We never... As kids, there was no parents weren't into it.
3: Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think if, if you're a kid and you race, it's because your parents, um, they, they help make that happen. So, I mean, I know there's kids that would beg, beg, beg and get to race, but, uh, we were having a good time. Yeah. We, but we always felt like we could and would be around people that raced. Yeah. So, um, we would go to... Gosh, we had our own races.
1: Yeah. You know? We would go to Speedway out at Irwindale. Yep. Pretty regularly.
3: Yep. I loved when the the mud clods... Hit you. Hit you. I thought it was... Like the roost from that when you're a kid is adrenaline. And then the smell of the alcohol. Right. Bikes. The, those bikes burning that fuel is like... I mean, all you can think about is that. Have you guys As ever tried Speedway? No.
2: Okay, I tried it. Not a race, but I went at one of the tracks. That was, I don't even remember what it was, but it was the guy who made the shoes at the time. And he had a bike small enough. And I i did, like, two laps. I was good. Like, it's true. If you don't turn, you're going into the wall. Yeah, I seen the wall way too close. I was good. So <laughs> totally different. So I give them props for doing that.
1: Well, I re- so this was, you know, the 1970s, right? Growing up, Irwindale Speedway's happening. Um and at the halftime, all the time, in the ambulance, there'd be a streaker. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I remember about Speedway. <laughs> it's always a streaker. It's the 70s. Right. We're going streaking. We're going streaking. <laughs> so Will Ferrell, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So
2: now you guys, I always heard where you grew up, 'cause Dad rode moto too, right?
1: He rode he rode motorcycles in the desert. Never raced. never right. But and he was he was a full on desert rat like and hill climber hill climber wide open no other way to ride a motorcycle other than wide open all the time yeah wow like and i mean so i used to sit on his gas tank in front of him
2: wide open on the gas wide open
1: up the hills passing people i mean i remember like i mean there were other guys that we camped with that were really really good riders like better riders than my dad but he would climb hills way faster than them and with me th- on the gas tank.
2: And yeah. this leads to why you guys think riding tandem downhill with you two would be yeah, a great it's idea. Yeah. Super sick. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I still I love you both. No. I would yeah. I don't think I would trust either one of you guys to ride in the back. Oh, heck yeah. No.
1: Well, this yeah. I- so okay, so I'll bring up a story just from yesterday. Okay, this is funny. So, yesterday it's Still going on. Yes, yesterday <laughs> we go on on the um the TLD ride down in Laguna. Okay. John Buckle's one of the, the people leading it. So I heard about it, and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I want to go ride with Buckle. It's been quite a few years since I've ridden with him, you know. So, um, so we go down there. And Love it's you, John. Yeah, and it's a group ride. It's a typical group ride. It's, you know, because, you know, we're used to riding me and Joe and Curtis. Right. Throw lore in there, you know, Sometimes right. sometimes someone else. But we're used to moving at a certain pace and doing things a certain way. We're old. We are kind of stuck in our ways. We like to do things a certain way. So,
2: Hold on for the plane. Yeah, I
1: don't know. You know, it's funny because I don't think that it'll pick it up, but we'll see. But um, so, you know, it's moving along slower than what we would do, but it's going okay. It's an okay group ride, and they're taking trails that we wouldn't necessarily... It's necess- a
2: no-drop, right? Or is it... Yeah. No
4: drop?
1: Okay. Kind of. So, anyhow, so we're going... So, we end up going... At the end of the ride, um, breaking off from the main group, and we're on an illegal trail, so I won't say the name of it, but it's a steep, rutted, rough, and it's it it's very evident that it's summertime already in SoCal because it's, like...
2: Ridden hard. It It's
1: right. deep sand, and, and, you know, it's just all the elements that we come to expect. Well, I had ridden a different trail earlier in the day behind Buckle while the rest of the group did a main trail. And I did that that other steeper trail, and I'm going, wow, it's pretty beat up. And so I kind of knew what to expect when we ended on this other trail. But nothing was said. Nothing was said about, hey, it's slippery out there. It's sandy. Like, nothing. No, we're just at the top. We'd basically
3: been riding mellow trails yeah, all day. Yeah, we'd so been going... It was you
2: expected mellow. I'm
3: not saying the ride; it, it wasn't boring. It, we had a good time, but it was mellow.
1: It was mellow compared to what yeah. we would right. do as our small. So basically,
2: grip. you're not talking crap. You're just trying to give the
1: yeah. Yep. And so, and so, the main group had kind of gone, and they're going on a on a different trail, and we had kind of decided. So Joe, Curtis, John Buckle, and myself had decided, hey, we're going to go down this other trail in in the ride, and so. I can tell it's the end of the ride. Joe's kind of done waiting for the group and waiting, you know, and so Joe just goes. Joe drops in, and I'm like, sick. Joe's going to lead it out. I go behind him. Curtis is behind me, Buckles bringing up the rear. And so I'm following Joe, and I'm like, shoot. Like, I can stay on him, but I can't do anything else. I'm not going to move up on him. I'm not going to do – I'm going – Oh my gosh! Like you can't over brake; you're going to slip and right. slide. And we get down to the bottom, and I turn around, and these are, you know, Curtis's trails that he's very accustomed to. He's used to them, and we'd kind of pulled ahead of Curtis a little more than Normal. we normally would. Mm-hmm. And so Curtis and Buckle show up, and they were just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that was full survival mode. Like that was gnarly. Joe never thought twice about it. Joe didn't think. If if we would have been at the top and said, this is going to be gnarly, Joe would have been like, I'll, I'll go in the back. Or he would have approached it differently <laughs> or maybe stopped at a section. Right. But nothing was said. So Joe's going. And that's... We'll talk about that even more because that's what I love about riding with Joe. Because, you know, when it comes down to it, if I'm going to go ride with someone and I know... He's going to stick with me no matter what. Like, he just does it.
2: Well, I always said over the years, your guys' friendship, like, it's, you know, not, first of all, you guys work together. So, yeah. you, so you work together and you play together, which is, which is like, usually it's like, oh, it's I don't know. It's a good schedule. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why yeah,
1: on, on Thursdays at 11 a.m. if you call us and we're at Sky Park or, yeah, or and something? Then you it's actually
2: like say you're working. Like, I'm like, liars. Okay. <laughs> So, but the thing is, is, I, I mean, I've watched you guys race. I can tell your i I know what your style of racing is and I know what yours is. And it's so funny because I can watch you guys come through the same section, two total opposite, same results. But at the end of the day, like Joe, I used to think, how in the heck are you going that fast when you bash through stuff? But the thing is. Your riding is different than him because he looks slow, but he's smooth as fast, right? So the the difference is, and your guys' riding, but then you guys can hold together. I always, and everyone's always like, oh, you guys stay up with the Simpson brothers, are like, oh, you know. But I need to tell the group you guys don't understand these Fontana races. Then it, ja- yeah, then we'll get to some yeah some then you questions get to that. for Joe. The January okay through March race series that these boys went through of downhill. <clears throat> Mind you, they're not cross-country riders. They were downhillers. Um, the bashing that you guys each took.
3: From what?
2: From each other of whoever won. Okay. <laughs> Joe, Joe. Okay. You come into the pit and you guys go over and look. And what, what would be your words to your brother all week long of, till the next race? Because then you reclaim Are your we getting fame.
3: into that right now?
2: Oh, let's, tell me what oh. you would tell Because I love this part of it.
3: So, I'll just answer that part. Um, okay. Well, because we work together, and um, during that series we're racing every other weekend. So if Jason's beat me in a race, he said if on on a Saturday, I mean he he truly does gloat, and he talks and tells people you know how easy it was or <laughs> or he doesn't know what happened to me. Or, (laughs) (laughs) and it really can. It's usually by one second, like. That was a serious face. Yeah, I know. It's like, when it's on, it's I don't know why, but we're on the same second. I don't know, and we can have two completely different kind of races. Like I could be a little off the course, or he could, he could fall over, and then we end up within a second. I mean, it's no, you guys, it's on definitely, and so and then there's other funny things about that too because we always have remember if you know Fontana there's a wall and he'd always he'd always say that if i if i beat him then he says well you know the wall cuz he he has it in his mind that i can pedal faster than him that's just what he you know and i don't mind him believing that so he can he <laughs> can believe that all he wants.
2: Joe, I've been pedaling so, on that wall, and you're holding a coffee in your hand, yelling so, at me to pedal. Yeah, right. So, so,
3: <laughs> so but as long as he believes that I'm in his head enough, then that means I'm going to win that race. You know, that's how I see it. So, um, <laughs> but I lost track a, so a how little bit here. How do you gloat? So, so, um, so I lost track of what I was getting to with the end results, but I have to, I have to listen to him for two weeks till the next race is the bottom line. And then I'll have to admit he beats me. He's beat me in more races than I've beat him. That's, that's for sure. But for some reason, all I need to do is get a race here and there where I beat him and I don't need to say anything now. And, and I can just walk around and it's just <laughs> killing him. It's well, eating him it alive. It and he thinks that
1: I'm... I can tell you what, what he does. So in, in those <laughs> weeks in between. Is he'll do things like at work. Be like, Aj, AJ, I've got your lunch today. And that's just another like one up. on like. Not only did I beat you, I'm going h- to go ahead and buy you lunch.
3: I truly am trying to help him out. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't appreciate that. So, and that's kind of my style... Because I, I really am trying to, you know, I'm an encourager. An encourager. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, some people don't appreciate that. So, yeah.
2: wait a minute. But has either one of you guys shown up honest? This is, this is truth here wearing your medal to work on that Monday after the weekend.
1: For sure, not me.
2: No, I know. I I'm think looking I, at it. I'm pretty, sure,
1: I'm pretty sure I did that early on, like when you we did. first started racing downhill. I, I remember this. Yeah. You're like, oh, remember this? Because yeah. it happened
2: to be in your truck. It yeah. was his first place, and you yeah. were like in third or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. So
4: I,
1: I know that I did that like if we were on a team trip somewhere, like Brian Head or like right. somewhere out where the team was gathered. And if I did well, I made sure that I wore the medal like in the condo or something for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Th- that's yeah. Go so on. so
1: let's let's get to um. So in high school, Joe, of course, five years older. So Joe's in high school, and he always played. You always played all sports. You kind of played baseball, and then you got into football in high school. And so, yep. What what did you enjoy most about? the competition because I kind of had my own thing view of what I saw you doing but what what drove you to like compete because I always thought it was strange like not strange but like our parents aren't competitive they're not they're not a they don't enter into any competition of any sort
3: I think I'm really competitive. Right.
1: Oh, um, you guys both are really yeah. competitive. So, and, uh, so what was it that that drove you to do you know all the sports? You in know high what? School? In,
3: in high school, I liked, um, I liked the team sports, and I but I like individual competition too. But I really like being. I think that's why I like the bike team. Being on the bike team, it's I I just like being, um, on a team, and I like. Um, pushing people. And and I and I wanna be part of that. It helps me. I can, I don't push myself by myself very easily. It's usually with others. So oh, yeah. so I did that in high school and that's where I got hooked, you know, being on a I'm not very good at basketball, but I was a team player. So I and that pushed me in that and I stayed in basketball. And f- same in football, i mean we were really tight my football team so um so that part i uh I, I like i i think that's what got me there and then um as far as on bikes and uh and motorcycles i th- i think it's just the competition, but always with somebody always always together yeah right. so
1: yeah. because um, well, I I'd, I looked I just remember watching going, oh, you know, of course you want to be like your older brother but you'd throw a ball at me and I you know, do this and it hits me in the face. Like I can't <laughs> I can't do that. So and I figured that out early on and that's why I and we skateboarded. And so S-
3: skaters till we got our driver's license. And
1: so I latched onto that big time. I was never good at it, but I loved it. It was you know Joe and I would go a couple times a week to the skate park and just be there for hours yeah and so that kind of started the the fuel of it and then um got our I had a BMX bike and I and then Joe got his license and then that changed everything right cuz he's 16 I'm 11 and so he's out being a rockabilly in his car <laughs> and I'm still on a BMX bike. And so, um, <laughs> but I'll fast forward. So we got, um, we'll, we'll jump into the, the mountain bikes. Okay. What was your first memory of mountain biking?
3: Well, a couple of them. First memory is not me riding. Um, but noticing and um, remember the the woodcutter had a mountain bike
1: bob speakman
3: out in the desert and i thought that was the silliest thing riding a bicycle around out in the dirt in the sand i just didn't understand and we'd be out there riding our dirt bikes so but that was my first i i actually saw a little bit before A, a kid that i went to school with in junior high had built a cruiser with brakes lever hand brakes and I thought it was the coolest thing because it was almost a BM it was a large BMX bike and it, he totally used the terms like clunker and all that stuff but I just thought of it as being kind of moto so I didn't think of it but I mean that's a mountain bike right there so I that and out in the desert seeing a guy ride around. <laughs> I thought that was silly. And that
1: was like what, nineteen eighty five, eighty six maybe, that he was riding in the desert.
3: Yeah, and the clunker thing was like seventy eight? Yeah. Then yeah, but and then there was um and then you and Lore got bikes. And that had to be right around
1: It was eighty seven, I think.
3: That's eighty seven. And you know the, Jason and his Buddy, I was already married, and they had, uh, they were in high school, and they thought they were going to be supercross racers, so, um, (laughs) they had to train, you know, like all the supercross guys, so they got mountain bikes, and I thought that was kind of silly too, so, and, and they were, you know, training on their mountain bikes, and, uh, so that's my first, I, I not riding. I, I didn't ever think I would ride a bike again. I had a BMX bike as a kid and rode a lot, rode it a lot. But um, I had uh, sold my motorcycle and thought that was it. I had started my family, and I thought I was done doing that, lots of work. And I was moping around the house for at least a year of just kind of whining about not riding.
2: Did you ride to arrive, Chala?
3: Yeah, she noticed. So <laughs> so my wife noticed, and we were friends with a guy that owned a bike shop. And mountain biking was, so is this 89? 89 or 90, yeah. Right in there. And Jason had already been riding a couple of years off and on. And I don't know how, they weren't really into mountain bikes, but they had them.
1: Yeah. Well, our our training, just so you know, we would go to Marshall Canyon and it wasn't, it was strictly an equestrian trail at that time. There was just the equestrian center. It was not a multi-use trail. It was just horse, horses were on it. Right. But we would push our bikes up thinking no one had ever been up that high before. And it's like where we ride to all the time now
3: well they hadn't on bikes no (laughs) no helmets
1: no helmets and we would go up there and just go down as fast as we could so that was our training for motocross (laughs)
4: that's
3: (laughs) what it
1: was (laughs) so i didn't know even though we had all those gears i never used them to climb i pushed the bike up the hill and would come down
3: So, so i was a little familiar with what they were doing but You know like i said i had more important things to do so um
2: like moping
3: well i was yeah i was (laughs) moping (laughs) just making sure we got that clear. okay (laughs) so and because my wife noticed that i don't know how she had just had the intuition and she for father's day got me a mountain bike and it had a suspension fork on it and i i couldn't believe i was like this is a moto bike
1: what was what was the bike
3: it was a GT Caracorum steel bu- steel frame, and uh, it was yellow and orange.
2: Elastomer fork, like uh-huh. yeah.
3: yeah. And I thought it was great, so um, so I had I loaded it up and she drove me up to the top of Marshall Canyon.
2: Oh, so she didn't. He he, le- he shuttled. <laughs> I didn't
1: know that. I didn't know that he, know he that got he got in on the shuttle thing. Way Wait befe- a ahead of time. Wait
2: a minute. But you made fun of me when I was shuttling it, and you got shuttled. Hold on, this just That's opened sweet. a whole different door.
3: <laughs> so I, I really didn't know I'm not gonna I, let you down I for that. I honestly now. didn't know that people could climb bikes okay. like that. I I didn't think mm-hmm. I thought that was s- silly stuff. I didn't I didn't think of, I'm
2: so gonna have you shuttle me Marshall yeah. again. <laughs> so even though I have an e bike.
3: <laughs> so went up there and you know what? It was more fun than I thought and had a right. it, it was great. So um
2: did you start your secret training with Jay and And
3: broke the bike first run, had to go fix learn to start fixing it. I broke I think I broke it every time I went down. And um and then talking to Jay about, you know, let's do this, we started doing that and then my wife Chella I'd ask her again during the week, you know, to take me up there. So I was going up there every week. So it was it was it, it definitely filled the the void of the mopeyness that I was having. And then um, she got tired of taking me up there. <laughs> so that was over. So, <laughs> the
2: honeymoon phase was over. Yeah.
3: And um, <laughs>
2: she didn't know for Father's Day she bought you a bike and she had a day. Yeah. Away. Then, you know,
3: kind of started riding with pe- people that were like minded. And then that's kind of how it started. I started finding, you know, other people that. I used to think we're just odd and silly and no they riding your bike uphill is a thing and it's fine <laughs> and it's fine and so it's acceptable
2: well if anyone knows you guys you ride out of pure sheerness and uh, and
1: great I mean, determination very much what? so Lala, what what was it that Lee McCormick said you remember we in Lee McCormick's course Maybe Joe, do you remember what he said about you?
3: He oh. said, so, and, and he's a great uh, teacher. You know, he was showing us some things, and he had his, his ways of doing things. And um, the way that he said it, when I, w- he was trying to get me to do something, and he said it was sheer will, Yeah, that that's yeah. what I was. Yeah, he, and I he, said, he, well, he, what, I mean, I'm just, okay, I'll try harder, you know. <laughs> Is that what you want?
1: Yeah, he just looked at Joe, and he's like, Or you can will it to happen. Yeah. (laughs) So,
3: and that I understood. It's like, well, I don't know. Is there a different way? You know? So, and there are different ways. But uh, that was the beginning of um, riding bikes. And that was 89 or so. Yeah. By 1990, I think we were riding on Saturdays. Like, it was a thing.
1: Yeah. Because, so my bachelor party was in when did i get married 92 92 it was a mountain bike ride i mean that was so i mean we, we were, were all we in were all in at with that time bikes. like we were we were racing cross country and like fully into it so yeah
2: that's awesome i mean it's cool because it's it's also kept your guys's friendship going and yeah and i know the simpson brothers if you guys haven't ridden I don't like being around either one of you guys. Yeah, it's not that fun. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) I always said that before. Like your guys' wives, like, I wouldn't want to take that away from you guys. Be like, nope, you can't ride bikes. And, you know, you can take away your guys' license. Like, fine. You guys can do it. Take away your bikes. Like, Yeah. Either either you'll get kicked out of the house or they're going to leave the house. So (laughs) one of those two will happen. Just letting you know. So, okay.
1: So, like I said, we started racing cross country. Mm -hmm. What was your your most, back when we first started, you did, like, we kind of, we would mostly race together. But once in a while, like, one of us is going off to some other race that the other one can't go to. Yeah. And you did some really cool events. Like, I I think of the Cactus Cup. Because, like, new racers now have no idea. They don't understand how huge these races were. yeah
3: so that's right i remember you doing mammoth and you did other races i'm going you know i didn't get to do that but i had some other races that i went and did in cactus cup i don't i mean you put all the classes together there's over a thousand people like i don't know if i'm exaggerating but it was close to a hundred people in each class in each
1: age bracket like age age bracket in your like division so
3: Lots and lots of riders, and um, I don't know, for me, the more people there are, the more amped up you get. So, good times kind of hooked me on the competition part of it, Um, and I'm not, I don't consider myself cross-country, you just mentioned that. But back then, that's where most, especially amateur racing, was in cross-country. Right. Um, if there was downhill events, they were usually at one of the big events, and only I never saw amateurs really racing back then that and I'm sure there were but it wasn't it surely wasn't around here close yeah um and then they would do big bear, but I only remember i mean we're talking early nineties, so it'd only be at one of those big uh, whatever they are u c i events or where john tomac would be or something yeah,
2: yeah. but the rim nordic used to get a lot of people too right like there was things out there
1: that <laughs> not in those days in those days i mean it was there was kind of a, a i mean like he said team big bear was around but i think what what struck me early on was because i mean we loved the downhill portion of the cross country and, yeah. and that's what you, we would pedal the rest of the course for the downhill portion but i was broke So, every race that I did, it took, like, I had to save up for it. Like, it was budgeted. It wasn't just, like, I could go to every race that came along. I had to budget for what I was going to do. And for me, I got more bang for my buck. I'm going, well, I'm doing the, because downhill courses at that time were fire roads to the the single track cross country course. And that was it. Like, it wasn't.
2: So, you got more time on your bike. And I'm like,
1: well, I'm doing the downhill course three times in my cross country race. I'm going to do the cross-country race. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of yeah, how I looked at it. But, so.
2: I like the fact with you guys, like, once you got your bike or whatever, all that, it's like, and what I've noticed is, Jay's like, hey, we're going to do this. You're like, all right. Like, or you're like, hey, I want to do this. All right. Like, yeah. you guys are both game whether you know you have the right to do it or you don't. Okay, so we have, <laughs> we have a <laughs> whole bunch of
1: those things that happened. So, uh-huh. so. <laughs> Okay, so we're doing our, our mountain bike thing, and it's like, I think it's Christmas of 96. We're sitting at my parents' house at like, Christmas Day, and I'm talking to my wife, and she said, yeah, you can get a dirt bike. It's like, I got the green light. Guess where I was next day, as soon as they opened?
2: Well, you didn't want her to change her mind? Montclair
1: Yamaha, <laughs> getting a new motorcycle. So, that kind of started our moto thing again.
3: Yeah, we got kind of kind of I think we got a little bored with the mountain bikes or something. Yeah. And it uh, wasn't
2: just cross training anymore.
3: And I I qualified for I think $5,000 Yamaha credit, you know, on the Yamaha card. <laughs> and I go <laughs> okay, it's on. So I I got the family little bikes and quads and and i got me a bike
1: Yep. and
3: it was yeah off
2: how many years did you guys do that
1: so we did that from like 97 to 2001 so four years there like we were and it was like we're racing again yeah i I
3: didn't think i wasn't i mean i was following jason around i was i didn't go get a bike to go race i was i didn't think that was very wise but
1: i didn't think it through that much um i liked it was (laughs) so our
3: saturday rides turned into you know we're showing up at some a different track signing registration and signing up (laughs) (laughs) and and, um the so i'll mention lore too jason and lore they surpassed me about the time like in their skills when they were about 18 so you have to remember I'm I'm 23 I went out to a so this is a good story I went out to a track De Anza and I had my I always had my KX 500 I'd had it for a few years and you know I'm king of the mountain
1: KX 500 I mean it's just bruh, this superpower. <laughs> you can't turn it very well you just kind of like lined it up and then cracked the throttle and held on because it was
3: and that was enough to keep most of the people I know behind me I mean they're not gonna anyhow that was my mentality with that and I liked it I liked a lot of power so but I go out there and they're they're riding the 250s YZ250s you guys were Mm -hmm. because you you'd had some other bikes and stuff and you're riding YZ250s and this is this is still this is this, this is, is late eighties. Yeah, this late is late eighties. But that's when I realized th- they're riding tracks like like I can't. So um, so I struggled from then on as far as my moto skills and hanging out with their level. It was just kind of like that, and I was okay with that because I it wasn't that important to me. But Joe's having out kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, then fast forward to, we go to the late 90s, and so I'm in my late 30s, and uh, they're still kind of young, and a- young acting, young and, acting. Um, <laughs> and they have the, you know, so I get a YZ250, and we end up at, at the track, and I get caught up in it, you know, before I know it. I'm doing the doubles, you know. I can do this, and and once th- the race starts, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm riding similar to what they do. So uh, that's a good feeling. But I, I don't. I'm looking back at it, going, I, <laughs> 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 I'm so caught up in it, you know, and <laughs> I, I shouldn't well, have done that. Well, but, wait
2: a minute. But didn't him and Laura like always get against each other, and they go? And then here, you they crash in the first turn, and you're going around them?
3: Oh, there's lots of stories. <laughs> so there's, yeah, there's, there's stories like that. Well, I heard because sure.
2: Lor and him wouldn't let up on the throttle, so they'd see who's going to make the turn. And then you come around, them like... Have
3: you had that story on...
1: I don't think so. Not before?
3: on here, no. Uh-uh. Okay, I just so heard that that's how This you guys is during are. the middle of, I don't know, this is probably the late 90s. Jay and I had been riding a lot. Lore had an injury, and he had been off the bike a little while, and Lore. I think he had the upper hand in motocross. Laura, Laura's always so, faster than me, so, for sure. Yeah, you've said that. It, and you know, Jason, he just loves the sport, and and yeah, he's a he's a good rider. But he at this time he was okay. He's he's getting pretty good, like good rider. And uh, we practice, and and I'm feeling good too because we I think we've been riding during the week now and then. So we we were we were feeling pretty good about the category we're in and the races we're doing. And Jason turns around and he, see, he gloats more than I do, <laughs> but he, he says, you see the back back there, he's showing Lord and Lord's going, yeah. And he goes, get used to it. You know, and, all you're going to see. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't the right time to be messing around. Cause I was kind of nervous. We're, we're all on the same start. We're gate. all the state. Yeah. On the same start gate. So, and i was i feel really confident myself i'm i feel really confident on the bike especially starts and i'm going i'm the lightest one here i think i i can pull the start oh gosh and so i'll go quickly so i just uh you know it's when you have a good start that's all you don't see anyone you just see where you're going and there's something going on over here and i see it, and it's Jason, but I didn't realize, of it. but he, I don't know what, about, maybe by the time we're in third gear, he just, I he, he came on the outside even faster. And he's on the outside, he's going to get to the berm first, but he's coming from the outside. Lore's right here on the inside of me, and he doesn't let up. He just bullets, because Lore can't handle <laughs> seeing the back of Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and he bullets in front of me. And he plows right into Jason and it's, it's a disaster. We're going, it's a fast corner. I'm breaking so hard. I'm doing the, the nose wheelie forever, not crashing yet. And I run over Lore's right, right in the, the neck area, right under his helmet. And I just see, I, you know, oh no, I've cut his head off with my bike and I'm over the bars after I run over him and and I get up, and I'm just, like, worried about everyone else because I'm up. And Laura's trying to pick his bike up, and Jason's over there laying in the berm, and there's, like, blood pouring out from under his helmet everywhere. And it was a disaster. So.
2: And who who is going to call mom?
1: <laughs> yeah, we're all married at this point. No, yeah, I know, is, but, but,
2: but this is yeah, why mom pulled you off of it early life, yeah, right? I, right?
3: <laughs> Well, I loaded Jay up in the truck and took him to the hospital down here. So, yeah, sti- we, were, we, had, we were up in the high I desert. had another
1: mouth. Yeah, that it was your chin. Split, is split that when right you did your arm or your arm was, no, was another one? arm was later, but yeah, it split this wide open. It was just hanging down, big flap. So, oh. so that's one of the stories. Oh, I know. And There's
4: a
2: lot of, you three, you three, like you hear the three amigos, like that is definitely you guys. I like the competition that you guys have something i can say that's really funny is i know you guys say like you go to the at the races you come down or whatever joe i've seen you come down knowing you're like i think i got him like <laughs> of course jay's coming down afterwards right he hasn't even won. you're like i got yeah, him I'm, yeah you know i'll call it out before <laughs> yeah and so that i always love that part of it because then the positivity you guys had and then when somebody wasn't like me, I'm not competitive. I'm like, I'm just up there to go race. And you'd be like, Lola, I'd make you so mad. Like, yeah. why are you not pedaling? Why yes. are you not trying, you know?
3: You'll feel better <laughs> about yourself if you just commit.
2: I, I don't have that. I've said this a million times. I'm not like, oh, I've got to go in. No, I'm good. Like,
3: It feels good to give it your all.
2: I was giving it my all, but I just, when you said, I, when, <laughs> my, my thing with you, holding the flag, running down the wall holding your coffee in your man sandals and you look over and you're yelling at me to pedal and you're not even running you're like just big striding i didn't want to spill
3: my coffee i know i'm
2: (laughs) like i am (laughs) pedaling you're like well pedal faster like this is the conversation as i'm trying to pedal the wall the wall
3: the wall's hard though so that's why
1: i'm standing there for you
2: (laughs) right but you could you could at least look made it look like you're running to keep up with me (laughs) so
1: we'll we'll go to 2001 so i started getting some injuries due to motocross and it was kind of like and i'd had another fairly close friend of mine that raced pro at the time and he got paralyzed and it was like
4: uh
3: i
1: i think i need to take a step back like it's um i was there too i yeah, had
3: the knee reconstruction surgery. Yeah, and so and I was like, and so we were I all kind of like,
1: yeah, we're gonna hang it up. We we got to hang up the dirt bikes right now because, like, we we love to race, and I can't get that out of my blood. And so, anyhow, let's let's stop at that point and take a commercial break. Um, so, we will be back after this.
0: How much thought have you put into your mountain bike suspension? Most riders set the air pressures, and that's the last time they ever think about it. But why not make the most of the technology inside your bike's fork and shop? The crew at Trail Tune Suspension can help you dial in your ride with factory-level service and tuning, complete with data acquisition equipment to really analyze your needs, based on your skill, speed, height, weight, and riding locale, fast turnaround times, competitive pricing, and free return shipping inside of Southern California make the Trail Tune Suspension crew the obvious choice to get your ride dialed in. Support local homegrown businesses. Check them out at trailtunesuspension.com.
1: All right, and we're back. All right, so we had just fast-forwarded. We're hanging up the, the motorcycle boots in 2001, I think it is. And... uh Always ridden mountain bikes all through that. And it kind of kept up like we'd gotten new bikes every couple years and stuff. So it's not like we were totally out of it, but weren't racing necessarily. Right. Well, in that time, think back to 97 to 2001, downhill racing took a drastic turn. So they had started building downhill specific bikes and the trails got... real specific to downhilling so um joe why don't you give your take on on what kind of transpired in in that time with with us like with uh i might get some of the events backwards yeah or the time frame a little off. you're old we we understand (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) he has nine grandkids by the way so he's he's got an excuse he got a lot on my mind (laughs) so um
3: so we'll say it's two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me this, what what year did you go to Whistler on a so on a cruise? That was two two thousand
1: and one. Okay. Yep. So I think just before that we
3: started riding bikes a little more. Does mm-hmm. that sound right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I had a update. I did not have an updated bike. I think you had your Y bike. I had my my Trek Y bike, and I put a new fork on it and thought it was pretty sweet. Yeah, I thought it was pretty sweet. (laughs) And uh, so I think that was, this is what happened. Um, And and did we have those Nextel phones? Yeah. So Jason gives gives me the Nextel thing. The walkie-talkie phones. Yeah and he's like i'm in canada you know cuz he went on a cruise and i and i'm going okay and he says it's it's incredible what i just did and he said he, he had a rented a bike up there at a bike park and that the the bike had like 8 inches of travel and he was sending it off of drops and I'm going, Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. And he goes, No, Joe, you don't understand.
2: <laughs> You're not listening. <laughs> this is what
3: we're doing. This is <laughs> <And I'm> going, <laughs> I didn't know what a Kona was or any of that. I was like, What I think he said monster tea mm-hmm. and I'm going, Okay, you know it's
2: kinda like the small blocks. Is that my is that my motor in my car? <laughs> yeah.
3: So So he comes back and Right away, he goes to our the shop that we go to, and he's ordering a bike. And so he he gets a bike, and uh, what is it? It's a Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz bullet. A bullet. So he gets a, a bullet, and you kind of custom order your color and do all that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool.
2: Wait for a while for it to come in. Yeah. And we days. never
3: ordered bikes like that before, so I thought that that was pretty cool so i had my idea on that but i really had a lot of other things going on at that time to be into bikes very much so um so we started riding and he kept talking about going back up to whistler and i go okay i i mean i i knew it'd be good but i i didn't know what all of that meant (laughs) and so i rode my y bike probably for (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> another year um and we started going up to big bear once in a while jason had started doing some downhill races yeah and i wasn't uh this is how it's always been you know he he gets a motorcycle and then after about six months or so then i okay you know give me your old bike and
2: i've seen this all right
3: dad and he you know he's happy to get a new one and So here we are again, and he's doing this. And I go, okay, well, that sounds like a good weekend thing to do. So um, (laughs) I ordered my bike, and what was, I think, think our first race at Fontana. I was familiar with Fontana from the old days because we had raced cross-country. So I'd been out there before. But it, they had a little downhill scene going with the racing and stuff, yeah. and I got my eyes on that course, and I was like, "This is this is a handful." It was <laughs> boulders and a lot of loose off camber, typical Fontana stuff. And I had this new bike, and we were gonna race, and so Jason's like, "I go, okay." What, he he just helps me out. He just shows me what to, you know, sign up here. Here's what we're doing. And I'm going, so this is, it's just different. It's not like other racing I had done. It's just individual timed and all that. So I was used to head-to-head racing. So um, I just, you know, I signed up in the expert class because that's what he did. And that was not very smart because...
1: Well, here's... So, so, we went out there w- with... I had every intention of racing sport. Because it's, like, going to be my one of my first downhill races. It's like
2: I've seen you guys do this of a of I'm not a beginner, too. so
1: I'll race sport. Well, he had the split courses. And I think I've shared this before on, on Huck and Ride. But he had the split courses. And I'm like, Joe, let's just go practice the expert course and see. And I'm like, that's where we need to go. Like, I'm not racing sport. I'm racing expert. So,
3: yeah. I had butterflies because I I, had never ridden a bike. Da- I've ridden my bike down some gnarly stuff, but it was, it was a little much. Like, I could do it, but to be racing down it didn't – I wasn't really comfortable. So I signed up in the expert class. I think I crashed <laughs> two times in my race out of exhaustion because I just pushed myself. And I crashed – down at the bottom of the course so i was just so tired but what a rush i was (laughs) like this was that's crazy and i never looked back after that we went up to big bear and i just signed up (laughs) you know give me the expert course that was great and i was off the back of the class i was i was happy when i wasn't last you know but it learning a lot about riding a downhill bike and so you can't just go pure moto it was so much different right and you had to learn so so I I had bicycle background too because we'd been doing cross country but had a lot to learn about just saving yourself but giving every you know finding that fine line for me And then my balance points on the bike, you know, because there was a, back then it was really cool to put drops in every, every course had a drop in it. And uh, I was all over the place when I was tired doing a drop. My chest would be on the seat. I mean, I was tired. And that was my big thing about just learning to myself. And so uh, that's how it started. We started, we started racing. Yeah and um, without practicing (laughs) yeah it was just all out all out downhill and uh, that's where it started
1: so so we go through kind of the I think it's like the end of 2002 is when you probably got your bike so you're going through 2002 2003 and I'm the same thing it's like I'm really happy to not crash in a race run same thing I'm happy to not be dead last
2: I perfected crashing you know? I'm good
1: <laughs> 2004 rolls around and the winter series hits and it's like I think I think we were kind of like almost like top 5 all of a sudden like we're we're top 10 riders now cuz there would be like 20 or 30 people in your age division at that time and we're getting to like top 10s and then kind of knocking on the door of top fives and so we're kind of getting it figured out but then june june 2004 we sell the family business yeah so
3: that was um as far as for mountain biking was a blessing because uh we got to ride our bikes more than on saturday because that's basically what we did saturday or sunday yeah and uh so we started riding during the week, and in, in the summer riding. We got our bike park during yeah. the week. Yeah, we got our our summer big, pass. I think that's the
1: f- first time we did a Big Bear pass
3: was two thousand four. Had we made? We hadn't made the trip to Whistler yet.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. Not yet. I think it's the next the next summer.
1: No. No, Cause it so, two thousand. Two thousand one is when I go on the cruise. Two thousand two, I went up there um, camping with my family, and I took the Richie Schley class. That was two thousand two. I'm pretty sure. No, maybe is it? Maybe I'm a year ahead. So maybe two thousand three, I take the Richie Schley class, and then at the end. Of two thousand and four at the end of the summer in two thousand four okay. you and so you that and was Laura a, and I that was a
3: good year of just riding and not crashing as much, really learning how to go a fast speed, learning my equipment yeah um, all all of that kind of came to play then, and then we go to Whistler and um that hooked me for like I I go this is what I want to do but <laughs> you come back like, and
2: you're so sad right
3: all every all yep. that stuff that you hear the about the whistler blues yeah yeah well, I went there and my the the first night when I was trying to fall asleep my um cheeks were hurting I thought I, something was wrong and you see there's some video Jay had a GoPro <laughs> or something and every video I'm smiling like I'm just like having a great <laughs> time and I'm <laughs> <laughs> not used to smiling that much <laughs> I had sore <laughs> cheeks from I go did you see what we just did yeah. cuz we were riding old school all these clown shoes the old the old rickety wooden elevated trails and stuff right. and we were doing it we were riding like I've never ridden in my life so um that changed everything so then I wanted to I wanted to do that yeah. and uh, usually I'm kind of not that I didn't want to do it before, but, um, you know, I'm, I really, it was way down the list as far as what, what I needed to get done every week.
2: Well, yeah, that, of course, that goes with anything so you, you guys get.
3: But that kind of hooked me and I said, okay, yeah, this is for at minimum every year.
2: Okay. But this goes along with whatever Jay's doing. You're like, okay, you're coming in tow, right? So yeah, on that story, Jay signed you guys up for a race. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, this was th- this was a few years l- later down the road because we'd kind of okay so so i'm going to preempt that i yeah. don't know what you, what we're okay, talking about so yet, but oh, yeah. but <laughs> i know what you're h- hinting at so i'm going to preempt it with <laughs> so i think it's the funniest okay so story. we 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 get into like racing downhill and a few years go by, and it's like, we're competitive in the expert class. and Everyone knows the Simpson brothers. All of a sudden, I decide I'm going to race Vet Pro because I'm turning 35. Or going to turn 35 that year. Joe's 39. And he's like, I'm not racing Vet Pro. Like, I'm, I'm not doing it. The next year, so I race Vet Pro for a year. The next year, Joe comes out and decides he's going to race Vet Pro. First winter series. Guess what he does? Wins. He wins. That's Joe's style. Right. That's that's totally my style. That's and Joe's style And to so a then team. I just kind of let it be.
3: I haven't won since. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I always <laughs> knew he so was the vet bro Brothers like. That's so that's because. Oh, okay. Now you guys can think about that, and yeah, I can encourage oh, you guys. it's a mind game. Can, will you guys ever right. be able to beat that? It, do I need to do that again? Yeah. Like that's so kind of so that's you're you're my style. <laughs> if i need to do that again i will okay is what is there (laughs) and and jason can't deny that he
1: has to deal with that yeah there you go so okay so so the the years go by right because we're old the years just keep trucking by and we're just having a good time but i want to get faster like i want to improve because i'm always that i'm always thinking about man i need how can i make myself better at this and so (laughs) well shoot i just need fitness I was talking about how tired, I mean, I was the same way. Like, I'm falling down dead tired. So, I've got to go back to pedaling a bike to get more fit. So, I mean, we thought that road bikes were the stupidest thing. I mean, I've never ridden a road bike. Right. They they were just, I thought it was just the dumbest.
2: But guess what's in your future? (laughs) Road bikes.
1: (laughs) I get a road bike. And I'm kind of hooked because... You know, you just leave from your doorstep, and within an hour, like you get in a really good ride, so well, before
2: you talk about the race, though yeah, showing up
1: no so so, I get the road bike, and it's evident, so Joe at that time we had started racing super d and he got mad, and he got mad because yep. because it it showed all of a sudden
2: your secret training
1: he could see <laughs> where i was I recovered mid-race in the super d race right and beat him because of it and so <laughs> he blamed your secret training and on, so on your road bike sh- so he gets a road bike <laughs> 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 and you know joe here's here's a, a sweet kit to wear for road biking and stuff right the right, full wiker kit were able to share yep what's the rest of his kit consist oh of
2: oh my gosh
1: Joe, Joe, what shoes did you wear on your first road bike ride? Uh,
2: specialized high top, those ankle protectors. Sorry, Joe, I had to yeah, answer. Yeah, so I have
1: mountain bike pedals because
3: yes. that's what I had. But
2: people still do that. That's fine. But you did not change. I out didn't your know
3: sh- what the big deal was. Really, I really didn't. How did you hydrate? Because I thought I knew they clipped in.
2: What were you? How, how did, how how did, did
3: you, d- you hydrate on your road bike? A Camelback. <laughs> <laughs> because we'd been doing some large longer rides before and no, it's water were,
2: bottles it's water bottles right
3: so this is sweet. what
2: helmet did you have on the one with the visor you had well, a, you had your mountain bike helmet on too oh
3: yeah i had that but then later i got the helmet that got passed down and yeah. i was all that when i showed up with oh, that, that cat like the cat like with yeah. the holes i, I didn't know what, i thought it was kind of a different kind of helmet but
2: Everybody acknowledges,
1: oh, that yeah, you they're had going, that. Hey, you know, well, yes, like, yeah, so like Joe, I, Joe gets into it and he starts doing group rides.
3: Yeah, I'm just sh- showing up and going, Wow, these guys they pin it, <laughs> yeah, like it's pinned. And I'm dropped, I mean, I got to learn a lot. I the got, best part about all I that? got dropped for six months every week, like spit out the back and just suffered the rest of the way home. I know, and I like that great. you
2: can point them out, you're like, Jay, that's the guy, and you're like. Jay's like, that's a pro rider. That's this, yeah, or that's that. Like, I'm, and you are I'm j-
3: all impressed with these guys and, and telling Jay, he goes, this guy is. And he goes, that's, you know, somebody. Right. And I'm going, he's fast. <laughs> like-
2: <laughs> so, wait a minute. Let me back up, though. So, you I was also, really surprised. You are the one known for doing secret rides without telling your brother or Laura you were doing well, them. Well,
3: I'd get up in secret the. Secret training so once once it was yeah. remember we went back to vet pro yeah Jay's he basically makes me do all that he made me go into <laughs> expert and then he made me go into because he would just keep upping the annie and made so you. i go i i am not this good so i'm gonna have to be more fit so i got up every morning and did something so and usually it was a ride uh, about 30 between 30 and 35 minutes and it was complete exhaustion
2: you mentioned you mentioned that you had to get fit but your race food is McDonald's cheeseburgers <laughs> I never
3: ate right yeah. ever ever so ever
2: let's just go hurt on the bike yeah. so that you can still that's, leave that
3: yeah, <laughs> that's for sure okay.
1: so, so then
3: showing
2: so up in the shoes we finally got them all checked yeah, out so we're good Jay had another idea be like
1: 2012 yeah probably around 2012 yeah um, and we'll go back in time cause we'll talk about the team and stuff too. But 2012, I'd been hearing about these, these races down in Orange County and it's the vision quest and I tell Joe about it and he's just like kind of the same reaction. He gives me <laughs> a lot, but I'm, so I know I'm just going to push him to do it, but he's like, I'll do whatever you're doing. Well, it's a, it's a 50 mile. I think it was a 50 mile, but single track. Like it's not. Like gravel road, it's single track, gnarly. So it's like six to eight hours on the bike. Anyhow, so gotta I told get to training cause So I told t- Joe, I said, <laughs> "Hey, we gotta train for this ride." <laughs> so Your
2: first training ride. Do you remember this?
1: Not yet.
3: <laughs> oh so
1: not yet. <laughs> so we take off on the mountain <laughs> bikes. I, f- we, I f- t- we take off from from his house in Laverne on mountain bikes to go up. Um, GMR. to, to Baldy. Yep. We go up to Baldy Village. So take the road. I think we took You went We GMR. took Evie Canyon. No, we took Evie Canyon oh, yeah. out to Baldy Road. Went up to the village and we were going to go all the way up and do sunset and come down. We were going to do this big loop. We got to Baldy Village and we were both laying on the Did side th- of the road cramped up. Did I throw? I was done. We were both of You're us. You were both cramped. I've not finished rides before because i'm too i cramped no, this up this is hilarious <laughs> <though because laughs> we, talk, we, talk about, we just when it comes down to it both of us ride out of sheer will and determination to right. beat the other one and we don't train right and we don't eat right didn't so, have any electrolytes so on this, you, is, it? this is this is This is the result. Yeah. So
2: just so you know, the next day, Jay made a call and pulled themselves out of
3: the Yeah. Is that what it was? Sold our spots off. I was trying to remember the race still. (laughs) No, you didn't um, do it. (laughs) But we've done six and eight-hour races and 24-hour races. Yeah. And we've been a disaster, like hurting, (laughs) like really bad. Yeah. But always, you know, the results are okay enough to make you go, I'm i will you know, do I'm good it again <laughs> I'll go do it again, but it's yeah, we're out of our element <laughs> we're not
1: <laughs> <laughs> so oh my god, so let's go we'll go all the way back to to like 2004 three okay two thousand three and we're racing, and um the shop that we're that we had been going to is not conducive to downhilling at all, like it doesn't sell downhill bikes doesn't even want to work on them so i end up going to a to a shop local shop that has downhill stuff and kind of hit it off with the guys there and ended up saying hey you guys have a downhill team no you want to run one and so here i am i'm like hey joe we're we're doing a downhill team <laughs>
2: Joe and his Sharpie. The, what I get threatened with every year, Lala, I'll make our own shirts. If you don't – I try to kick you off how many times, right? You're just like, I'll make I really own don't
3: shirt. know if I'm on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean
1: <laughs> – But there's nothing you can do really if I show up. Right. You know? it's
2: under the pit and everything. Yeah. Like, oh, yep. Joe's here. So you,
1: the first couple years, I mean, what do you remember about about the team? Who Who is it and what are we doing? Well – Let's see. you know,
3: there was there was a handful of teams at the time around, so it was kind of uh, the sport was on an upswing, and so I thought that was cool to have a team um, and be on a team, and it I think it motivated me to uh, to race. And we were at a point where we were really kind of committed to like, okay, this is a sport that we're doing, so it wasn't competing with everything else in my life, so I could. At least commit to this is what I do. And so the team thing was good. And. Um,
2: How many members were on your team?
3: Well, I'm just remembering my close buddies. So I'll just start out with you know, Jason has this team that he's doing. I'm the sidekick, you know, I'll, I'm there. And his best friend, Lore, and then my best buddy, Cur- Curtis. And there may have been a another person or two at the time.
1: I think it was just the four of us, pretty much, that and, the very first year.
3: And that's and we were downhillers. Like this is so fun. Yeah. And we start. I mean, we just pulling the RV up to to Big Bear for the weekend. I thought this is this is. This is the life. This is really good, and we, you know we were there all weekend. I don't know if we were doing multiple events. I've always kind of done that where I'll just sign up because I don't like sitting around at all. So down, the waiting to do your downhill runs was hard for me because I just wanted to ride instead of wait, like right. hur- hurry up and wait. So I would sign up for more things if there was. And I can't remember if if I was signed up, but I just remember the whole weekend was full of fun maybe it was just practice all day yeah. one day and then the race the next day but um yeah we were we were kind of committed and um yeah having a good time and getting you know what it's it's fun when you're getting better at something cuz we were always getting better and pushing each other so and the and the equipment was getting better so everything was it makes it fun yeah so
2: when did Ramirez come in? The <laughs> <on the> <laughs> 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 that was early
3: on. There's, I don't even know how all that stuff happens where I just remember it's funny. Well, but you um, ha-
2: you guys ended up with a shirt and you'd wear it at a race. Here you're a Simpson. Yeah. Well, and you turned so around one time and it said so Ramirez. This I'm is like. Where's this Ramirez? this
1: is the joys of of anyone who's ever run a team and had people's names printed on jerseys, team and jerseys, on there, right. and then the people never show up, and you end up with these jerseys with someone's <coughs> name on it. I've got a
2: bucket full. I know.
1: Yeah, and so just happened to be Joe's size. Joe was Ramirez for yeah. a season. <laughs> it's okay. You know, I don't
3: like things going to waste, and I don't like spending money unnecessary, and so I don't I don't mind at all. Okay, I so d- yes, my sir. extra jersey was Ramirez. i guess it became a funny thing there was a couple (laughs) funny things about that so
2: (laughs) well wait a minute yesterday i had a yard sale okay so i sold off some stuff well i had some fast house jerseys that had um simpson on it but they were big since he lost his weight and this pile of stuff and so i put him in the yard sale and a guy was bragging that he was just got his kid into bmx and he started riding and he goes, yeah, and I love the fast house stuff. And I said, oh, I got some jerseys over there. He pulls up the one had na- one didn't have a name, two of them did, three of them did. It was the black and the blue, whatever. So he pulls it up. He comes over. He buys them from me. He's like, well, I'm guess I'm a Simpson out of the <laughs> hill. So
1: it's, nice. So I That's so funny. thought
2: at that moment, yeah. this is the Ramirez that was out on our team. It's so cool, right? I'm yeah. like, yeah. Or someone's gonna think it's just like that Simpson Moto stuff, like I thought, right?
1: So so Joe we go <laughs> we start our whistler trips? Yes. And I think it's 2007. Okay. The first time the team goes. Is it 2008? Maybe 2008. Okay. Okay. That I don't know all the dates. So so we had gone for like 4 years. The team goes what, do you remember the, the first, because I have some distinct memories of the first year that the team went, but do you, what, what, you, what are some of your memories <laughs> of, the, of the team at Whistler? You know, I've always, because the team has
3: generally been young guys, and then um, some of the guys, they don't consider themselves young because they're, in their mid to late 20s I guess so but usually they're young <laughs> You're, yeah. they're pretty young so I'm definitely been like they've been, always been the ages of my kids or maybe you know similar yeah. so I I just kind of felt like the old guy and I, I don't have a lot of patience for some of the <laughs> things that that, that happen yeah. but I don't I'm not comfortable with saying all the things that I yeah. remember yeah well, okay, so so <laughs> I
1: just remember, so first first team trip is we we go up to the top of the mountain, and you know Lala's there, and there's probably eight other people yeah. of various levels. See, I'm not remembering this first there's trip and there's time. there's various levels. Okay, and so they all go. Well, what's this trail like? And I look at you and I look at Lore and I'm like, we've never been down it. I have no clue. Because the only trails that Joe, right. Lore, and Curtis and I had done were black diamond trails. This
3: is his fault again because he's always just going to that trail. So we had
1: never, honestly, I never, I think maybe one or two of the blue trails we had done as like to connectors. take yeah, as connectors, but never ridden. Like a blue trail or a green trail. And so <laughs> that first trip, like the first day gets done and I'm going. That was pretty fun, huh? That was pretty, like these trails are pretty we good. We did new trails and all day. And, yeah. and you know what? Because my previous trips, like, you know, they were kind of like Whistler trips on a budget. Like we have three days of riding and then we have to get back to work. And by that third day, like I wake up and my hands are like this and I'm like. Joe, I don't think I can hang on mm-hmm. today. And then you get through it because right. you will it. Same thing. Yeah, they doing do, we, the we easy trails in between and and I'm like, your riding. Oh my gosh, like I can take a break. And okay, so, yeah.
3: so now I re- I can say the first team trip that now that's when I started relaxing a little bit on the trips because before that it was just us go 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 go, and it was hard because <laughs> and because we didn't have a lot of time and we all want to like hit the container or do something yeah. before we're done. So we're, that's a cross country. Like, by the way. we're like pushing ourselves really hard. Yeah. And so I think the, f- the team trip started being, um, more relaxing and just riding your bike. And so, um, yeah, that's what I, so I, I do. Say- remember, I remember m- more chill and it was, it was actually really fun still. So, um, it wasn't so extreme. Yeah. Is what
1: Yeah. I remember. Well,
2: you guys still did your extreme runs, but you Yeah, down but in it's, right. it's in between. It's in
1: between. So So, um, what's your favorite run at Whistler? A-line. A-line.
2: Really?
3: Yeah, cuz I ride it I ride it the most. It's whenever you don't know what to do, you just do another A-line run. There's there's times though when if when we're there and and you do the Schleyer to detroit rock city or something and you go yeah that's my favorite run yeah or you do joy right top to bottom yeah and you know that's my favorite run or then you go to the top and you You're know doing, de- yeah in deep in deep to you know whatever the the side trails are that yeah and you go okay
2: blue velvet
3: not my favorite <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so but it's it's fun <laughs> with everybody so um What was I going to say? There was something about the... Okay, so we're talking earlier about how you don't like sitting around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Joe's always the first out of the condo, and he's the last one back. I think he does more runs than anyone else at Whistler because he's there to ride, and he doesn't mess around. He doesn't... (laughs) If his bike's broken, he'll kind of get by unless it's just really not working. Right. Like, if his break is kind of fading ah you just run it because you're not going to take the time during the middle of the day to go do that and so and usually you'll forget about it at night too and so you'll run it like that the next day too so you've
2: you've you've (laughs) heated up some rotors (laughs) i know this
1: yep (laughs) so um okay so a-line because i know i mean we've had so many trips to whistler and it's like end of the day and it's joe and i left on the hill and it's like
2: Oh, you love doing sweep the last yeah, run, the last run on the hill.
1: So, you've taught the kids some lessons at Whistler. One of them involved yeah. ice cream. Yeah, you like that one? Yeah. What What do you? I, <laughs> Kevin Anderson and this. and Robbie Castro.
3: I, and you know, and I do like ice cream, but I I don't like it as much as people think.
4: But what was but, your, your
3: But <laughs> I'll just pick on the whisper cuz I have ice cream story from other races too. No, yeah. but this one you
2: guys all but go to the store. But this
3: one I so maybe that first year the the guys they see that when we go to the store cuz we go uh it's sometime during the first day we go to the grocery store and get our stuff so we're set. And so there's this French ice cream, like front, it's it's in in French the writing, but it's basically vanilla, chocolate something, and it's got these chocolate cups in it too, and it's got like a, a chocolate ribbon in it. So, and I'm I like plain ice cream, but this one got me. I for some reason when we were up there before, I go that is the best ice cream. So, and you know when you ride all day, that's like. So I'm ready for a a treat every night. So I get my ice cream and the guys see that I'm doing that. And so by the time, I think it's probably our second trip up there. So a year has gone by, but they go, oh, it's Joe and his ice cream, you know. And I, and they're talking about all the, like they can eat ice cream or something. And I'm, I'm like, well, when you boys grow up or when you really want to eat ice cream, then I'll teach you because they're just not they're just kids (laughs) (laughs) so anyhow they we 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 go there and they make a they're making a big deal of it so I do too so it's just fun it's just fun and so they they make a big deal and I go to my and there's the ice cream so I get two of the half gallons and I said this is going to last me I think we have five days there and they're going oh I'm getting two also and And I don't remember all the kids, but I remember Kevin the most.
1: Kevin Anderson. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And there might have been a couple others that were involved. Yeah. Because I remember it was a group thing. And I, I I eat really slow, but at night when we're falling asleep, I can eat half of the half gallon. Easy. So I just have that, and then the next night, and the next night, so, and the kids were
2: trying to stay up with you.
3: So they were just—they just wanted to eat ice cream with me, and they got all this weird ice cream, like the Reeses or the Butterfinger. Weird, weird ice cream. <laughs> well, I say that because it's so it's sweet. It's not vanilla. It's or harder chocolate. to eat, too. So I'm just remembering that they're trying to keep up with it, and they're sick. And
2: wait, and they didn't finish it.
3: No, so I took it from them, and and, he- and finished it for them. Just to rub it. And I wouldn't normally do that, but they were so taken back I by, that. by all of that. And it, you know, it became a competition is what happened. Yeah,
2: I, I had asked Kevin. I said, hey, I said, hey, Kevin, did you finish ice cream? We're like on the last day as we're cleaning out stuff. He's looking he to, <laughs> says, <laughs> no, I, I it. gave it to Joe. I yeah. couldn't do it. <laughs> like they Rob- were all put in their place. Robbie gave up on day it's three. Robbie. <laughs> yeah.
3: So it was just, it's fun. Good times for with the, the team for the kids to uh, see, you know, the the old guy eat his ice yeah. cream, and and I did that out on the trails
1: too. Like, yeah, you know, yeah,
3: show them some things because these kids rip. Oh yeah, they rip. So yeah. you got to put them in their place a little bit. Once for in some a while, it's
1: just you just go down a, a rock face wide open. Yeah, and like. That's how you do well, it. Well, I
2: get to sit in the pits and hear what the kids say about you, so it's really yeah. cool because they're that's coming so down they're fun. Like, like how fast you guys are and how they can learn from you. And like, and it's cool because like when you go and ride with them, Joe. Like, and first of all, riding with you on fun and like popping out of bushes—that's not good, by the way. <laughs> just let me bring that up. But they learn from you. Like, you'll be coming down and they're like, "I just followed Grandpa Joe down. Oh my gosh! Like, he—I couldn't even hold his wheel, you know? Like, so it's funny because what you don't think when they're watching and what they're doing, they're totally. You know, and that's why I think like, oh, the Simpson brothers. I mean, from Craig Harvey and um, what's his name in the little red truck. Oh, my God. Why is it? Terry. Terry. Like, oh, the Simpson brothers. You, you like, can you gotta learn gotta from think. all
3: riders. You know, everybody yeah. has, over the years, you get to see strengths and weaknesses. And so in our small group of riders, well, it's gotten bigger. Yeah. You right. know, with all the team people over the years. But you get to see people's strengths and Weaknesses, and if uh, if you attack a weakness, it's really easy to show them <laughs> where they're lacking. Well, yeah. yeah, so
2: and you definitely play on that, so I, yeah, I do it's, that.
1: <laughs> yeah, because that's a survival for me, right? So, exactly, yeah. So, over the last few years, um, we've kind of not gone away from because the team's still going, but we've gotten older and we're kind of shifting just life situations so I mean you're 57 yes nine grandkids and two two of your kids live in Texas now so you make trips there but our our riding is kind of not that we're we're riding less I think we're actually riding more but it's not necessarily downhill focused
3: yeah it's not
1: as intense when we ride Mm -hmm. I think that's part of age yeah But what are some, but we've had more experiences, I feel like, like a a broader range of experiences. Yeah. And so what are, besides Whistler, what are your top three favorite places to go ride?
3: Well, and I'm a stubborn person, if you didn't know. So, once I'm set on, Hold on something... Let
2: me let me soak that in for a minute, really? You
3: don't change, I don't change my mind, I, like, you know, this is my favorite place and that's just how it is. Right. And you can say, well, we gotta go here. I don't need to. I already have my favorite place. So, that's how I am. But you're right. Lately, um, in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm doing different kind of writing And different places, so um, I really like Sedona, so that's one of, I got to go there every year, and get at least one, maybe two trips in, Mm -hmm. and, uh, but that's very peddly for, before that, I would have told you, I don't really like Sedona, because it would have been, and too it's much not work. just
1: it's not just pedaling it's challenging pedaling it's challenging pedaling it's technical yeah. challenging and it's so
3: frustrating it makes you go th- the descent wasn't worth the effort so but uh yeah with our this way the style of riding has changed over the years where you have these capable bikes that pedal well then um yeah that's so that's one of my favorite places mm-hmm. And then, um, oh boy, you know, I, <laughs> it's not for bikes. I just, one of my favorite places to go is the San Juan mountains, Colorado, in Colorado with my bike, but it's not a a mountain where, where bike. you go.
1: Isn't a a bike destination. So, but,
3: but I, I, Put that together with bikes yeah. and even motorcycles and those things. Yeah. So, so if you're asking my favorite place to bike, it would be one of my favorite places to. So bike. Silverton. So Silverton Colorado. In, in, southern, yeah. in southern Colorado. And then my new my new places. Uh, what's that? Out, in outside of in Washington outside Seattle. Uh, yeah. Bellingham. Bellingham. Okay. It, and that's not like, but and Whistler beats all of them yeah so Whistler's number one right yeah. and then but these are Sedona and Bellingham are within the last five years for or you know five, yeah. five years for Bellingham ten years ago for sedona, yeah, and these are newer to me, yeah, which yeah so those are good, and I know there's a lot of stuff back east that I've never ridden, yeah
1: but um so in um uh, when you go to to these places um because I have my own experiences, and we've shared some things on on the podcast before, but um the the bike culture because both Bellingham and Sedona are very yeah, bike culture do you notice that? do you like that do you what do you think that plays into what your experience is there? I think so, because the biking's
3: better, yeah. So the people that are there, the, the the reason that biking's good is because somebody cares, and they make the trails better, and the situation is better and easier to ride. So it's it's so much different than here at home, where there's there's no bike culture. There's just this little community of people that you know we go up to Sky Park or up to right. Snow Summit or, but it's n- it's a lot different when you go to Bellingham, and I don't really f- feel like i'm uh part of that culture too much, but it's uh definitely does play into the good writing, yeah and uh th- I don't know the whole experience is better, and that's what Whistler did too, yeah
2: well, I think the accepting of it like just like we've talked before, but the thing is is like they they grasp it and they know it's and they make it a way of life like it's like almost like that festival at the big races that everyone's there for it it's like that all the time where where we live (coughs) oh my god damn bikers or this or that right like you don't get that warm inviting feeling yeah not that you need that inviting feeling but you want to be able to ride down the road and know you're not going to get hit by a car deliberately yeah right and there are those people out there we've i've known about them you know but like if 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 going somewhere and you feel that part of that environment, it makes you want to ride. You ride better. You're, you're, you know, like I know my Whistler trips, like, you know, or even back east, whatever, riding with the kids. Like, it's, they pay attention to the beginner on the course. Like, not, you know what I mean? Going down, they're not like such a, get off the course, you know, or get off the road trail.
3: Yeah. The, it's you, different. You go to Bellingham and there's a trail system on the public lands there that it would never happen here. Yeah, everything's private land to make it right. Like you yeah. y- y- signing waivers, everyone's careful. So there,
4: right? Just, just
3: ride, and you ride better trails. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm enjoying right now. Yeah. When well, it's your guys so is
2: out, so who wants who wants a problem when you're trying to clear your mind of your having your out? Who wants issues, right?
3: Right. So yeah, that's a big part yeah. of it. So yeah. riding's still been fun yeah uh, lately
1: and even getting more fun now so yeah so i already know the answer to this but i'm just going to ask it because it's funny but what if you is there some place that you want to go ride that you haven't ridden he's not aware of it because i haven't told him where we're going to go ride <laughs>
2: There you go, because he hasn't <laughs> told you where you're riding. <laughs> or Curtis, because or Curtis. like Kurti-
1: Curtis, Curtis <laughs> was the first one to do Bellingham and Sedona, I think. And so Joe kind of just
2: goes along like, like he you said. Guys, right? He has
1: his places that he I goes, go and he's <laughs> good. So he doesn't need to go look at a new place, right? right. right. So, so there's a new place for me. Okay, is that what you said?
3: Yeah, is that what is you're there? saying? But is there? Jay hasn't decided there
2: what it is
3: yet. And. I is there a place out there that I need to go ride?
1: I don't know.
2: I don't know. I, I know the the one for me is, is I met the guy at Whistler that did when I went on the water rafting. And they run the trips overseas. And you're on your bike for like seven days. I told Jay one day the whole team just needs to go and do one of those for where they provide everything for seven days on the road and you're riding your bike. Mountain bikes? Yeah. That would be a blast. Yeah.
3: I... I don't know I've done some things because I try to incorporate rides like that like a dream thing into my vacations family vacation stuff and I'll so I tell Chella to um Hey, I rented a bike here take me to the top of this volcano in Hawaii and I'll I'm just gonna check it out and it was great but so I've done some things like that and tried to pedal all the way around Maui and blew myself up it didn't <laughs> make it. It, that, Did it there's that the, word
2: didn't make it the to island to-
3: <laughs> the island looks small but it <laughs> on the map but it is it's way big for riding all the way around didn't make it <laughs> so <laughs> I still have a, a hurt foot from it from oh. that ride you know you get those how hot the that? hot spots
2: how long ago was that
3: probably um 10 years ago <laughs> and it's still like there's no feeling in the middle of my foot because you
2: let it go numb too long
3: yeah it actually got it got hot in it it was bad it, i don't know what i had never experienced that so so uh, there's some things like that right. maybe there's I some like stuff out there for me that yeah
1: i, I mean because i always come back like i'll you know because i've done yeah, multiple trips with the team jelly yeah, yeah. we got to go to winter park yeah 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 whatever whatever yeah so yeah. So if you happen to go there someday, you'll be like. It, it's usually because of
3: yeah. somebody else yeah. telling me this is what I need to do. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah someday <laughs> maybe I'll do the the, you know, the Mexico Grand Canyon. I've always oh, thought of that. Yeah. Taking the burros. The. They load your bike on the burros, and then you get to go up yeah, and that's, descend.
2: That's what I'm saying. That that type of stuff. That's Yeah, all,
3: yeah I'd love to do some things like that. Okay. I like
2: the fact that he just used the same two, the same words that he used a year ago. He used them, ten, or he used them three years ago. That he used ten years didn't, didn't make it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure that we'll have Joe on the show again someday. But we'll end with this because this is this is the one mountain bike story cuz i cuz we share so much of our bike riding together right. and sometimes and a lot of times we don't like i said cuz i've done team trips to new jersey where i'm just i've told you i'll be at the top of the mountain and be like man i just wish i had my brother here yeah you know I like i just brother, yeah. i just wish that he could be here with me right now but joe did something um did a race when norba was a thing nor norba was the big series back in the day And he did a trip, family vacation, to Idaho. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And it was a Norba race. And he got to experience something that I wish that I could have seen and I never got to. And that was Greg Minar with the Honda. Yes. Greg Minar was on the Honda downhill bike. Just share with us that story.
3: You know, I'm really... Even though I'm into biking and the team and racing, I'm really not up on, even on social media now, I don't know what's really trendy, what's going on. I couldn't tell you where the Norber races really were other than I'd get, I'd find something out, get the hunch or somebody would tell me. And I so we had a vacation coming up and we were, we were going to Idaho and that summer there was a Norba race in northern Idaho, and so I'm going. I'm going to make that happen. It's going to, you know, I'm going to do one of those up there. So it ended up being a really, it, it as far as racing, it wasn't good. I didn't even do my run, but um, went up there because of and, thunderstorms. Yeah, right. and I, um, I didn't. I didn't practice before I went up brace day, and um, you know it, it was a little delayed. And there was thunderstorms off and on all day, and so practice was a little delayed off and on. And you know I was so pumped that I was, you know, I was feeling great. All all the the good stuff. It was during the time when I felt really comfortable on a downhill course. So it's having good practice runs. Did did a couple of runs and then um, it's it's a uh, and I heard of Greg Minar I I knew who that was or you know from magazines and talk so I go oh it's so cool him and the the Finnish guy Maddie Läinen that's those guys were on those Honda bikes and I'd I've never seen I want that was like that was everything to me as far as what a bike could be I just thought that because I I still was really um relating mountain bike and moto as really similar things so anyhow they had the tent and you couldn't see in like they would hide those their their pits and their bikes you weren't you weren't getting a close look at anything and it was almost like wow there they are or there's the bike so anyhow i'm doing my um one of my practice runs, and I was, I even passed, and I won't say their names, but, but these are, um, some of our local guys here, and they were on course, and I was just shredding practice, feeling good, going, because people were stopped, and looking at sections, and kind of how I would be right now, for sure, like, going, I don't know, look at this, so, so I'm going down, and, Menar comes by me on the on the course and it was just like amazing speed and handling and I I just thought it was the coolest thing and I go I I wish I could get a bike like that <laughs> <laughs> but um but anyhow then at the bottom there, there I wanted to go see the bikes or yeah or yeah like a, hey that's the coolest thing you guys rip you know yeah. and um no they weren't around they were inside the tent <laughs> yeah and I just thought that so I don't know if that was a great story but anyhow the the storms came in they delayed the race over and over and over and over till it was it was like five or six o'clock
1: your family's there my
3: family's there all day I made him go up early we you know we'd because we weren't Close by where we were staying, so we drove up early that morning, and so I threw in the towel because it wasn't happening. And then I heard they did the race like at seven in the evening. Yeah. So I uh I missed my my race
1: up there. I've done
2: that a couple times.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Anyhow, I I just always loved that story because you know Greg Minar on the Honda. I mean Greg Minar's still going, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was so. 2004 or five so that guy's been racing a long time a long time and he's still fast just won world champs last year
4: yeah and, and it's he's funny
1: because we've been around greg bernard just a little bit and i would say that being in that tent isn't what he wanted because he's... Oh, he's all, such a, he's, he's social. He's very social. Yeah. So... Yeah, what is that about? I've never seen
3: anything before or
1: since. I don't, it's don't like know. That s- no,
2: Specialized did it a couple years. Yeah, a like, lot of
1: teams have done that in the past. But. Like,
2: they try it, like, keeping them separate so they can get their their game face on, you know? But I don't know if that's... That doesn't tick for everyone, you know? Yeah, Steve so. Peet
1: isn't like that either. No. He likes to be out and about.
2: Yeah, some of them like <laughs> some of them likes to be out and about, and that actually is how they prep. Like right. that is their, so right. they don't think about it so much. Yeah. so they don't get in their own heads. But yeah. teach its own. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyhow. Well, I love that.
2: Yeah, I loved having the Simpson brothers because all you guys, old and new, who know and ride from these guys, definitely a lot of years of of camaraderie, battling, shit talking, <laughs> but pure like. I would love the memories you guys have as brothers. I don't think you can ever top that alone. That alone is, is yeah. worth it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I've always loved that part of it. And, and it's true. He has been at races. And like, God, I wish my brother could see this. I wish he could be here. Because the one thing about, and Terry, Terry Maddox and Craig Harvey can contest to this. You ride with Laura, J and um, Joe. And I would never ride that close to somebody. Even if I was that talented, the fact that they know how each other rides, that they can ride on each other's will and be able to re- react and respond to what the other person's doing or if there's a fail or you it's, guys. Sometimes
1: you get taken out.
2: <laughs> that has been the case. but yeah, <laughs> And happened. I've seen that. But you guys, I mean, I think it's cool, but just because. Uh, One aspect is just having the memories of something you guys did together. Joe, I know you don't always wrench on your own bike, so you sometimes you don't even know what you're running, because your brother tells you this is here. This is what you're riding. You're like, okay, this is it. But the faith you have in him on that, and then the camaraderie you two have as brothers is, is, like you hear out there. Oh, it's the Simpson brothers, you Mm -hmm. know. So it's really cool. And like when somebody gets to come up and see you guys, you know, it's so that i mean to do that and then sit and do this too so yeah i
3: thought you were going to share that story about people asking me to help them wrench Oh, (laughs) Oh. i'm always happy to help if they're if that's what they wanted so that's those are oh my god those are funny things
2: the frame and we're he came up with a frame and he needed to put a headset in it you were on the mountain and he lives around the corner from me and joe's like okay i'll help you yeah and you came down and you're like where's joe and i said
1: He's working on someone's <laughs> bike. Now, I He's had a helping. fork all apart, yeah. but I <laughs> didn't know what I was... But he he insisted that I knew more than him. And
3: so when you guys showed up, you're like, what it's, are you doing? It's almost like Mike Miranda with the
1: uh, crank bolt.
2: Oh, and during a race mid, run or rider
1: mid race cross country we were
2: closest you, to the to the line and it, someone says do you got a rent and he goes he like,
1: <laughs> <and just laughs> makes it off it goes and snaps the he guy's goes, and hands no, him a
3: beer
4: gu- no
2: but the, <laughs> but the guy the time. guy was saying I need to get back in there I'm in the lead he goes, like, he goes not anymore
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hands him a beer you're done son Just <laughs> yeah. like Joe working on something or someone asks him hey how do you like those small blocks and he's like well, the last one of my car was a big block. I didn't have some block. Yeah. and he's talking about his Kenda tires. I have no
3: idea what he's asking me about. I
2: know that, but that's yeah. Funny. That's so good stuff. On that note, <laughs> but about two wheels. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. No well, matter. Well,
2: thanks, Kenda. Yeah, Kenda. Thank you. can yeah. and Ride 30. Remember, it's H-U-C-K-N, and then R-I-D-E um, 30. Go on the website. You get 30% off the um, anything mountain bike um, related on Kenda. Thanks for tuning into us on all your major platforms. Give us a like, a share, please help us out. This is homegrown.
1: Hit that subscribe button.
2: Yeah, definitely. We love it. We love having yep. local people. You don't you, it's not all the it's not all the hoopla. It's just the fun times we have on our bikes. So, on that note,
1: no matter where life's trails take you,
2: no matter what you're doing, keep,
1: keep the, the rubber, rubber side down. down.